0: Fuck, criticizing the Vlog because it's episode twenty-five of Sensei's Divining Talk. <laughs> we've uh, we've we've had some holiday. Yep. Well, we, we, Bobby. I, I, I went away for a week.
1: You left me.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been what two week, two three weeks since we actually sat down and recorded.
1: Yeah, it's been a while.
0: Because we we missed a week because work was rubbish. Yeah. And I think I was in some sort of, like, Modern Horizons coma. Just like, oh, look at the, all the spells! Look at all the new
1: shiny toys!
0: Look at all the new shiny toys. Mmm, lava dart. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, mate, I'm excited about
1: that one. I'm already salty about lava dart. <laughs>
0: <sighs> yeah, lava dart. And then, yeah, I I took a week away. Uh, ju- just left him on his own.
1: Yep. To my own devices. Uh,
0: what what did you do for a week?
1: Oh, basically nothing.
0: How did you survive two weeks without any poetry? Um, that was probably the easiest part, I won't <laughs> lie. Anyway, I'm still Bobby, and Dank is still there, just slightly withered from lack of literature. Yep. Just, just yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. yeah. How, how's your magic been for the past couple of weeks?
1: Oh, I've been doing dreadfully.
0: <sighs> Fantastic. Yeah. Any any horror stories, or is it just like low-tier bad? Um, Drafting a
1: deck full of X-1s and losing to Lavadar.
0: Why would you do that?
1: Uh, drafting a deck with two soul herders, but only two targets to blink.
0: Why would you do that?
1: I didn't do it on purpose. It just kind of happened. Quite.
0: As soon as you get one Soul Herder, you need, like, six payoffs.
1: Yeah, but it was just, like... I was like, yeah, it'll be easy. There's so many good cards. And then, I, I don't know, like...
0: Basically, yeah, you fell into the I've had trap to... of there's so many good cards.
1: I do like... It wasn't even, like, I... It wasn't like I picked other cards over the cards I should have picked. They just didn't show up.
0: Like, oh. I don't know. Why didn't you pivot? I,
1: I don't know. I, I, I had... One one deck that was bad, two decks that were good that I just did badly with, and ah, uh, I'm, I'm a little burnout already, and I'm only three drafts in.
0: It's a, it's okay, it's okay. Take take some time off, relax, Thanks. and tell me what your favorite golem is.
1: My favorite golem, precursor
0: yes. golem. Uh, sure. What does that do?
1: It's the five mana free free that enters with two free frees, but if a spell would target the original or either of the other two, I think it targets all of them. Okay. So, it's an army and a can, but the can is still attached. Yeah. When Precursor Golem enters the battlefield, create two free-free colourless golem artifact creature tokens. Whenever a player casts an instant or sorcery that targets only a single golem, that player copies that spell for each other golem that spell could target. Each copy targets a different one of those golems.
0: Lol, get shattered, dickhead.
1: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but it's nine power. Five. Have banner. you
0: ever turned? Have you ever turned murder into a wrath? Can't say that I have. I'm surprised you didn't say like solemn. Yeah, but he's not a proper golem. Or lodestone golem, uh, who is a golem. That's a good one. Yeah, mm, lodestone.
1: Mm, we need more go. We need more of these cards.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we do. We
1: need more splices. Although we did get a new splicer card, that they they quite cleverly gave splice to.
0: Wait, what?
1: You know, in Modern Horizons. The um, there's a there's a sorcery I think it is, that makes a golem, and no, it that's... has splice. Yeah, it no, there's f- fucking not. Well. Do you not know about this? No. I'll what? find it for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kill, well, or two and a <laughs> white, create a free, free colorless art of... splice into instance and sorcery. Three and a white. They did it, they made a pun. I fucking love
0: it. <laughs> so <laughs> I found it now. I love it. Yeah, actually love
1: it. Oh, god, <laughs> forget Bobby doesn't <laughs> know all the uncommons.
0: Yeah, th- the thing that I'm looking to do in this format is. I want to splice one of the splice spells onto one of the spells with storm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ever dream like, onto um the well, there's only two spells with storm, and only one of them you can draft. So it's the green you draft, one.
0: You can draft three of them.
1: Yeah, you could you could draft a bunch of weather the storm. I can tell you, they definitely go around.
0: No, as in you can draft some wing shots.
1: Oh, that has storm, right?
0: Yeah, but. But no. Oh come on man. It doesn't work. Imagine the combat blowout.
1: I mean to be fair, I I have been I have been wing shards already and it felt bad.
0: Yeah, because wing shards is great.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Right. Let's We might have a lot to talk about, so let's just bundle straight into stuff.
1: Stuff and things. Okay.
0: So, Modern Horizons is here. Yep. Yeah. Uh, people have. People still need to get their heads out their asses with this set. Uh, around. Stop. What?
1: People are still playing around.
0: No, well, more of they still need to get their heads out their asses with, like, calling it Commander Masters. Their are Commander s- Horizons. And it's like, you know what? No, just. Sh- shut up. I- admittedly, the name of the. It's people just getting misled by the name of the set.
1: Yeah, I, I am a little bit against the salt that people have got, but I do see that there is a valid point. Like there is, There are some really good cards in the set. There there, there are some cards that will see modern play, but I think mm-hmm. the problem was the premise of the set has led people on to think that it was going to be more than what it is. What? By, all, by all other accounts, it's a successful set, and it's doing an amazing job.
0: Yeah. I think like, people I've...
1: just expected too much.
0: Yeah, I've, I've been really excited by this. I've been happy to see, like, even cards I'm not going to play, I, I've been happy to see and just go, <laughs> that's cool.
1: I think the real test people should be asking is, would you be happy to see a set like this again? And I think the answer yes. is overwhelmingly yes. So, set so is success. Sorry, guys. Like, yep. And as a Commander player and a Modern player, I, I could say, like, if you're in both of those seats, you feel pretty damn happy. Like, I'm looking at this mm-hmm. this set, and I'm looking at interesting modern ideas. But I've also built an Urza High Artificer deck for Commander. Like, so yeah,
0: if if they could, you know, fit it on the box to call this set Weird Card Horizons. Yeah. Well, they could like.
1: The plan was into modern, so it made sense yeah. to call it Modern Horizons.
0: Yeah, and then like. Everyone lost their shit as soon as there was a common spoiled that wasn't an immediate modern staple. It's yeah. like, that's not the point.
1: There are, but they have given us some commons that are actually like interesting cards to play around. Like, Unearth is a good card. Shenanigans. Yeah. Shenanigans just because it's funny. Oh.
0: Just, uh. Sinkhole. Mag- magmatic Sinkhole. Yes. Yeah, is what I'm going to be playing.
1: Lava Dart, as you've just been getting on about. Nimble Mongoose, maybe. Like.
0: Nimble Mongoose. <laughs> like
1: they've they've done a they've done a good job. Like obviously, not every card is going to be an immediate modern all star. That's just that's no, just, it, that's just what it, it, it can't is. be.
0: Yeah, like the the set would be a mess. I actually have cast an awful lot of Weather the Storm <laughs> already.
1: Yeah, because you've been playing a um, Bolas to Citadel Artifact Storm deck, right?
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah, it, it, that's an interesting thing going on.
0: mate i'm playing mox tantalite as well Uh,
1: yeah i was gonna say i think that's the one deck that's going to play mox tantalite but
0: yeah because i wanted a fifth mox opal and you know it's it's different because sometimes like mox opal isn't active yeah that's fair and you want and you want another permanent mana source so you just go and like reshape or were for it
1: yeah and There's definitely gotta be some hidden gems in here. Like, you're gonna find like a year or two down the line, a new card's gonna come out, and someone's gonna go, "Wait, that works really well with this, 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 and this." Like, every sliver that gets printed is one step closer to top tier slivers. Well, (laughs) we're holding out for it.
0: Closer to heaven, babe. Sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh.
0: But yeah, (laughs) you've missed this. I don't know if I have. Like.
1: But even if these cards aren't modern playable, some of these are really interesting. Some of these are gonna be cube staples for like till the end of time.
0: Missed Syndicate Naga. Oh yeah, that's a great fun that's a fun one. Because because it says three mana put six uncounterable power into play. Yeah. Yeah. We're like,
1: oh We just got some, you know, some good stuff going on. And so yeah, I think the, the complaints are a little
0: bit a little bit sorry like they're un they're unfounded yeah that's that's people getting the wrong end of the stick and then deciding to eat that wrong end
1: As you can't even say like oh well we expected more for the price because actually like uh you know
0: the EV's pretty good
1: yeah as I was gonna say shout out to like the professor's video who explains it really well like there's like half the rares in the set like as of like two days ago I don't know exactly what it is at now. Or two days ago from when we're recording this, which is the eleventh of June, like half the rares in the set are more than the pack price. Yeah, which is really impressive. That's
0: but, the thing, and it and it's what like six seven quid pack price.
1: Yeah, figured it out because there's no there's no MSRP anymore on products, so it's really weird. So you sort of have no. you sort of have to figure it out by what stores are selling it for, and the average stores are selling it for is about two hundred.
0: It it's because uh. MitGo pack pricing still exists?
1: Yeah, so that's how we figure out as well. So, yeah,
0: everyone's just basing everything off MitGo pack pricing, which is the ba- unspoken MSRP now.
1: It, it's a little weird, but yeah, like that, that lets us figure out what the price pack should be. And that know? seems like a reasonable price. Yeah. For how much value that you, there is in this set. like The Horizon Lands alone are holding up a lot of the value. Urza, Ren and Six, Sarah fran uh hogak
0: ticking up and
1: up hogak's ticking up and up echo of eons yorkman fran like most of the mythics are worth Uh, something how
0: how much how much is echo of eons how much is the fucking time twister it's about 15 pounds what
1: i've seen going on the trade group
0: yeah because what the fuck is that people just go getting excited because it's time twister or because people want to actually play it alongside nasa
1: I think it's speculation. Like people don't know. Like this is this is one of those cards that's really confusing because, like, you remember the hype on Days Undoing? Yeah. Yeah, it's that kind of hype. People are looking at this like, is this Time Twister? Is it not? Like,
0: I played Days Undoing in Standard.
1: Yeah, but like, I mean, it's like you print any card that has any resemblance to Power Nine, and people have sort of got got gotta go. Ooh, ooh.
0: Yeah, people have to flock to it.
1: Yeah. So, but do you think most of the mythics in this set are worth worth opening? I mean, like the first liver is above twenty pound. Urs is above twenty pound. Renin Six is just above twenty pound. Kess is about seven. Like uh, what other mythics we got? The both the swords are about a tenner. Mox tantalites about more Morophon I think is just under.
0: But like oh, yeah, either, either way, the set the set's worth it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And uh, admittedly, oh, no. some of those cards, they're, they're commanders. They're not. They're not modern cards. But still, who cares?
0: I don't care. Like, I know somewhere there's going to be something that wants Vesper luck. Yeah. And I'm ha- I'm happy to see it. I'm happy to see Baby Lark do 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 Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, mate, yeah. every time that comes into play.
1: Yeah. Oh, and uh, let's not forget Snowlands as well. That's a really big inclusion.
0: Yeah. Uh, Scred might actually be affordable now.
1: Yeah. And then there is one card that we've sort of been teetering around that is is going up and up and wasn't very expensive mm-hmm. to begin with.
0: Nope i've I've picked up my playset for twenty quid.
1: Oh god, I think I've seen them going for like twenty quid each now.
0: Yep, I uh, so while I was on holiday with Danny, I had the opportunity to buy them for like three quid each. Yep. Yeah. Like, uh, and I was like, you know, and instead I bought the rest of the deck. Yeah. And then literally yesterday, I was like, oh no, I need to get myself some Hogak now.
1: Yeah. Like... And
0: Chaos Cards hadn't updated their prices. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and everyone else had and was out of stock. So for like, yeah, like 25 quid, I got myself a playset of Hogak.
1: Yeah. And I mean this is the first real deck to break out from this format. And we, definitely. We discussed it a little bit, like a week before release, and we were like, can you do something with Hogak? Well, someone figured it out very fast, and there is a list. Yeah,
0: You you were talking about putting it in Dredge, and I wrote it completely off and was like, no, the card's bad. You were like, it has Delve. It has Delve. And now I can't stop making it on turn two. Yeah. And... (sighs) So it,
1: it you take a dredge shell. You take out like your um your free creatures Cards like with dredge. Well no, it's still got some well, dredge vine, the the vine list isn't playing much with dredge, but the list you showed me was playing some dredge. Yeah. But anyway, like so you take out your prized amalgams and your narc amoebas and your shriekhorns and things like that. And you start going on to just like so we've got four grave crawler,
0: four carrion yeah. feeder.
1: Well, yeah, or, like yeah, zombie like, tribal. Yeah, you got four stitches supplier, the M19 card that people were a little bit hyped about. Yeah. Actually, doing its think? Bloodgast, Vengevine in some of these lists.
0: Hogan. Yeah, I think Vengevine is so the correct play.
1: Yeah, and we've also a new card from Modern Horizons, Alter, well, a reprint card, Alter of Dementia as a four of as well. Mm-hmm. And the bridge from below in Modern. Yes. So this list is, I mean, most of them are going as Hogak. Bridgevine is the debt general. I mean, we, we should. Five black green hybrid, black green hybrid, for an eight eight trample. You can't cast mana to cast. You can't spend mana to cast the spell. Convoke <laughs> delve, and you may cast it from your graveyard.
0: I love me some Hogak. Yeah.
1: So you're playing all these like small creatures to for the convoke part. It's really easy to do yeah. the um the, the... Delve part, and he's just a huge lad.
0: Yeah, so it's like uh, my build isn't playing any of the dredge cards. Right, yeah. Uh, The only cards I share with dredge are Faithless Looting. Four Bloodcast, four Faithless Looting, and like four Insolent Neonate. Yeah. Like that's it. On Neonate, it's Uh, not
1: seen playing dredge anymore, so. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they they got replaced with Shriekhorn once uh, Grave Troll was out of the format. Anyway, yeah.
0: So like, yeah. So I'm I'm playing Neonate because this deck is a London Mulligan machine. Yeah, and you want something like Neonate to just like cycle you through like an extra card, and it it's yeah eight, it's copies five through eight of Faithless Looting. Yeah. And it also counts one towards your vengevines. Yeah,
1: it's a, it's a small creature that you can cast for your vengevines. That's that's the main thing I think. It also, you don't really care about delving it away with Hogak. Like, it's just
0: yeah. The only thing it doesn't do in the deck is that it's not a zombie for Gravecrawler. But Gravecrawler is just in the deck as extra copies of Bloodgast.
1: Yeah, we we also have eight other zombies as well. Plus, just casting a Gravecrawler from your hand to get a Gravecrawler back seems perfectly fine. So,
0: Just, make just sacrificing Gravecrawler to Altar of Dementia, getting a zombie, and then casting it out of your graveyard because you got a Bridge from Below zombie. Oh yeah, of
1: course, Bridge from Below makes zombies as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you <laughs> just
0: go like, uh, go away. Yeah. So th- this and, is
1: the first like real archetype we've seen come out of Modern hmm. Horizons because this is, this yeah. isn't this isn't quite Dredge and it isn't quite what Dredgevine is, but it's like you know, it's cool. It's what it is. No.
0: Yeah. It it's it's the big C word that we wanted out the set.
1: Exactly.
0: And you know what? Yeah, I'm I'm more than happy to jam this. Yeah. Uh Yeah. There's the it's tricky to beat there's the fun stuff we've spoken about where it's really hard to surgical hogak if they have priority and two of them yeah <laughs> just like just go away
1: there, there are some weird tricks with like tapping your hogak to convoke your hogak then stacking the original hogak and all this stuff but it's like yeah before having to sack the legend rule and things while it's on the stack it's
0: like yeah if i've if I've just resolved Hokak, I'll well, uh, cast the second one and my bin.
1: Yeah, and this deck can just—you can mill out the opponent without a or You can just make so much power with. Um, you can
0: you can make like a hundred power on turn two. Exactly,
1: like all—all all of like the magic streamers are getting onto this. Like you know, you've seen um, I think Pleasant Kenobi did a stream on it like last night or something. Seth put yeah. up a um a deck list for you know because they vote for what deck gets played, and that's probably going to see play. But yeah, like that. That this is what we wanted from the set. We wanted new, interesting archetypes. So,
0: I think yeah. So, shout outs to uh, Canister, <laughs> my main man. Mm-hmm. Like, if if you ever want to know where I get any of my decks, yeah, they're all entirely from Canister and Conley Woods. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're like the two people I'll pay attention to. Oh, fair enough, <laughs> because yeah, Canister's been playing a bunch of this, and being an eggs boy, he's been tinkering around loads with Urza, right? Yeah, trying to find a decent Urza shell.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping he wait, doesn't find it. <laughs> I mean, you still wait, need to buy my Urza.
0: <laughs> I need to, uh, I need to buy some mock samples as well, mate. Oh god, yeah. So I, th- I think we're getting there. I'm not sure. Like, there's a lot of, lot of toys. Yeah, Ursa well, is some huge. Of the...
1: the fact he goes through a stony silence as well is just like bleh. yep. Oh.
0: But yeah, so uh make sure you pack your ravenous traps, kids. Pack your unmoored egos if you're in blue black. <laughs> uh. So
1: besides Hogak, have we seen much else make it through into modern?
0: Uh, so we've had like one competitive event. Yeah. It? Yeah, that's what that, we're basing it off of. So. yeah, and that that was the MitGo modern challenge. Right. And so then we can look at the kind of stuff that's in the top 32. Mm-hmm. Yep. So funky stuff. So we've got like Horizon Lands. Oh yeah, obviously uh, Ranger Captain of EOS.
1: In Humans and Esper Shadow.
0: Yep. Uh I think we'll probably going forward see it in something like Spirits as well. That's fair. Um like Blue White is playing around with force of negations and
1: It's playing around with a lot all, of things.
0: All all of the blue decks are playing around with like yeah forces, archmages, charms,
1: fact uh, or fiction
0: factor fact fiction, prismatic vistas. We're seeing a lot of it. I like, I think I made sure I've now made sure I have my my playset of Narset. That's fair, because I think I think some sort of, unsurprisingly, Conley Wood's pitch blue could be a bit better.
1: Yeah, I, I've 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 Cause... seen this pitch blue list going around, and it seems a little strange, but
0: like all all you're trying to do is two for one yourself to create a scenario where. You've got a nasa in play, and then you can resolve a card draw effect. Yeah, like that's all the deck wants to do. Yeah, like you you want to use uh, like your the tapper. I can't remember what he's called. Oh, it's, uh, each player, lo- each player Merfolk loots
1: something. Alley broker, I think. I don't even know. It, it's it's one in <laughs> a blue. Yeah, each player Merfolk loots. Yeah. I know the cards from the original. Graphic, I think
0: <laughs> is it? Who knows? Uh, yeah, law broker, law broker, yeah. law broker. Yeah, so just like each player Merfolk loots. You're playing that. You're playing some notion thieves, and then yeah, you're just setting up like Narcit days undoing Narcit commit to memory.
1: Right. I mean.
0: Because we're seeing Commit to Memory now because of Narset pop up in blue-white control. Oh my god. Yeah. Because people are like, spell or non-land permanent, second from top, and then you just say, you're not getting it back.
2: Yeah.
1: I guess that works.
0: It's (laughs) It's silly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, blue-white is still, like, the last time we talked about it, it was all over the place. Modern Horizons has only made it worse.
0: It's only made it worse. I still don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. All I know is that I need to get, like, a couple of copies of Three to Fairy.
1: Yeah. That, that's definitely that's a good shout.
0: That, that's all I know.
1: But we see so so many cards all over the place, like Force of Negation, Fact or Fiction, Archmage's Charm. Like, what else have we see? Like,
0: it's just. We've seen Ka- seeing Kaya's Guile in, like, Esper lists.
1: Yeah. Winds of Abandon.
0: Um, yeah, I'm. I'm not sure on Winds of.
1: Abandon. I don't. I don't see the appeal. Like, I get that it's a. But the other thing is, I'd rather just play Supreme Verdict or Path. Like, I get the fact that it could be both, but it's like. I'd,
0: I'd rather play Oust or Condemn.
1: As I was gonna say, it's a bad version of either of the like Wrath or the single target removal.
0: It's like, admittedly, if people are playing like no fucking basics, then you know what? Yeah, sure, I'll take another path. Yeah. But I've got settle the wreckage.
1: Yeah, again, it's just it's it's just a bit awkward.
0: And e- even then, like with the uptick of two settle the wreckage isn't good. Yeah. It's what we're seeing in standard. Like in standard, you can't play settle the wreckage. Yeah. Because there's so many three mana Teferi's just sat there going, sorcery speed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: <sighs> they're. There has been one card that actually made me cry out in agony. Oh god. When it was spoiled that we didn't speak about last time.
1: No, it might not have been out at that point because we were we were talking halfway through the spoilers, weren't we?
0: Yeah. So, um, so it's a 2-2 for one and a green. Duh. <sighs> <sighs> uh, I would not like the green creature decks to have access to stony silence. This,
1: this is why we can't have birthing pod
0: that can also attack me.
1: <laughs> yeah. So collector oof, <laughs> oofy, oof, oof is out. Uh, he... Yeah, it's one in a green for uh, snow rod. But I'm a two two. Yeah.
0: Danny uh, saw saw the card and called it collector oof. Oof. No, go away. <laughs> Not you as well. <laughs> and. No, I I actually made the Roblox uh, noise when it was spoiled. It's like...
1: I actually quite like it as a tool for, like, cord decks and things. They, they, they've always been, like, kind of, eh, air, And now they have things like this.
0: I just... It feels like Michael Majors has taken me outside and just punched me in the mouth. <laughs> it's like, dude... That was why? my mouth. That was my mouth, yeah. Why would you do this to me? He's like, I have an Archmage's charm. I'm like, but do you Collector Oof.
1: Do you, know, do you know why this card had to exist? Because people can still play things like Shattering Spree. and all the like single target artifact removal and you just go off through it.
0: I don't know what you mean.
1: You know exactly what I mean.
0: <laughs> I have a... Uh... I've artifact never.
1: Artifact hate isn't enough because artifact decks are doing stupid things in response.
0: Yeah, that's why they're great.
1: No, it's not.
0: I love them.
1: You should be able to sideboard against
0: things. You can. Ugh. <laughs> it's it's not our fault that you know you you play a powerful artifact combo deck and you go, my sideboard needs to be entirely ways to deal with hate.
1: Yeah. That's fine. The issue,
0: isn't, the issue isn't that the combo's too good. The issue is we have too many answers.
1: Yeah. Ha <laughs> Don't what would uh Don't break Urza for us, please.
0: I'm gonna break Urza in half. I'm gonna snap him over my knee. Ouch. <laughs> That's what Urza's gonna make. Urza is gonna make the oof. <laughs> Oh god. So, all in all, Modern Horizons hit 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 excellent. Yeah. Just oh, looking forward to my Modern yeah. do 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 do. Yeah. However, uh we've got something coming up that might uh that's probably going to reshape modern more than this fucking set. Right? London Mulligan <laughs> It made it. It somehow made it.
1: Th- that's Get terrifying.
0: Ready. Get ready to uh, sell your workshops. Sell your bazaars. Yep.
1: Who are you selling them to?
0: Uh, Anyone. Any- literally anyone who doesn't literally, know. Literally anyone. Like, sell them while they're still hot. Yeah. Oh boy. I mm, th- this Okay, so limited and standard are going to be great. Mhm. Yep. Like I think eh, it doesn't actually hurt legacy too much.
1: I think what's interesting Leg- is not only if wizards
0: Legacy's a f- no carry on.
1: Wizard, where wizards have adapted it to all their formats. Commander is also taking it on very fast, which is weird for Commander.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Given that it resembles the old Mulligan rule for Commander that yeah w- was taken out for reasons that this one is going to be bad for. but
0: Yeah, it's very close to partial powers.
1: Yeah. But this Mulligan rule, what I'm trying to say, has been taken on by every format. Yeah. So.
0: And, uh yep, I'm going to shave a land out of every single non-control deck. hmm and Yep. Get prepared to wreck or be wrecked.
1: I mean, so to be fair, from the data we got from the Mythic Championship 2, it didn't seem awful. It was just that Tron had a higher prevalence, right? Yeah. That's all we really saw.
0: Precisely.
1: So, like, it might not destroy everything. But I don't think I've... we have enough to really tell if it will destroy everything.
0: No, I think it's time for Blue-White to go back to playing Ghost Quarter. Okay. Uh, because if people are going to be hyper-mulliganing, yeah. you don't mind being down one resource to wasteland someone. Okay. All right. If Tron is going to be really pushing, yeah. Like you'd, for you'd, those, you'd rather just go quarter them
1: than field of ruined yeah. run. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because that will like control is going to be able to keep more sevens. Yep. Um, uh, where everyone else like if they're laser focused is going to be mulliganing to like sixes and fives a lot more. Yeah. So you can take your one piece of disadvantage there, mm-hmm. in order to break it up like you look at how few basics are played in the format already
1: yeah like even with path and ghost quarter and field of ruin going around people are still going down to like one to zero basics in some deck
0: yeah it's it's why i want to play like green black pons are in standard as well cuz even standard's playing like no basics oh god yeah play like assassin's trophy and casualties of war or whatever it's fucking called
1: the six drop
0: is it six yeah but it says destroy one of everything. Sure. And so you just say, haha. Ha, and just blow up all their lands and planeswalkers and creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you two sit there with bulky planeswalkers that tick up and accumulate value and also die to mono red.
1: I was to say why why are you not just playing like <laughs> some form of Esper or like Ban Ramp?
0: Uh, because those decks play no basics, so we're just going to blow up all their lands.
1: Uh, okay, sure.
0: Mm-hmm. We're going to start I, ass-blasting their lands. Got it. They're going to get sink Hopefully. Yeah. So, yeah, in, in Modern, I think, Go- Ghost Court is primed to make a comeback. Uh, we've got very few basics. People are going to be mulliganing a lot harder to do dumb, laser-focused things, like Tron. Like Hogak, like the uh Bolasist Citadel Weather the Storm deck. Yeah. My god, that is a London Mulligan machine.
1: Grishol brand, that kind of stuff.
0: Yep. Uh Grishol brand, neoform. Yeah. Like all of it.
1: You're gonna see like a decline in your fair decks like uh green black, that kind of stuff.
0: I I think so. So it yeah, it is possibly time to play to play fair, play some sort of blue moon. Play some sort of control deck.
1: Yeah, and Blue Moon got a new toy, in Archmage's Charm, as well.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, that that's weird.
1: It's an interesting card. <laughs> I, I, I
0: don't, I don't get it.
1: What do you mean you don't get it? Uh, it's, it's counter divination and gain control of a permanent with converted mana cost one on a free drop.
0: Okay, so uh, things, uh, things you're gonna take in modern with it.
1: Aether Vial? Yep. Dorks?
0: Hmm? Goblin Guides? (laughs) Take a Goblin Guide and then (laughs) proceed to beat someone down with it. Ah, yes. That seems like the perfect thing to do. No,
1: but you can take it off them, is what I mean.
0: (laughs) No, they they attack with their Goblin Guide. You get the trigger and then you say, thanks for the trigger, I'm going to take this. Yeah, <laughs>
1: then um, it comes out of combat. Harden scales of that store thing.
0: <laughs> what? That that's what you want to do with with your three mana source instant. No, like, you want to take control okay. of the hardened scales rather than just counter it.
1: I was like, okay, that mode is more like gravy, right? I want to be able <laughs> to hold up a counter spell, but if they don't do anything relevant, still draw two cards.
0: I. I can see this being played as a one of. Yeah. And that's it. And that's just because it's a charm.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. The charm charm's just good. And it's it's got good modes.
0: <laughs> it's it's got three modes, none of which are uh, worth three mana. Apart from maybe the last one actually, because I've played Threads of Disloyalty. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you bet
1: instant speed draw two. I think is actually worth 3 mana.
0: Oh yeah, definitely.
1: But yeah, just because it's instant speed rather than because it's draw cards. A... Yeah, I don't
0: know it's. Uh... <sighs> I don't know. This format's going to get weird with London. I'm I'm worried it's going to get too laser focused.
1: I mean, I don't I don't know. It seems odd, but
0: we've. We said it, what, last episode Episode before, that Modern is already getting too close to Pistols at Dawn?
1: Yes, yeah, I think it was last, of... oh no, it might have been the episode before, but yeah.
0: Yeah, where like, you know, Modern's supposed to be like boxing. Yeah. But now it's just getting like straight up Pistols.
1: Yeah, I mean, you've got decks like Amulet Titan, you've got decks like...
0: Every deck we've spoken about today, barring blue white Control.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, like okay like, even things like Tron are still on that level
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: because they're just very hard to interact with apart from te- For- like, taking away their lands
0: yeah it's just like...
1: <sighs> I'm <sighs>
0: worried I'm really worried and I'm not sure what if anything would get hit first I can't see it being healthy yeah Like, I I think we've got a year or two of wizards just, like, playing whack-a-mole.
1: Like, I don't see why this mulligan needed to be implemented. No. It seems a bit pointless, right? Because if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Hmm. And I don't like, obviously people still get mana screwed, but, like, that happens. Yeah. That's just always going to be a part of magic. Even with this Mulligan, it's still going to be a part of Magic.
0: Yeah. So,
1: like, like why less the... so?
0: But it's still happening.
1: Why put every format at risk and also mean that all of your all of the information you've put out on teaching play- players how to play the game is mm. now wrong?
0: It's now so wrong.
1: But like, if you pick up an ad card for like last core set, or like a pre-release mm. pack, it's not going to tell you what you need to know.
0: No. You're like how 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 do I mulligan? Uh, uh, well, okay. So what what does your hand really want to do? Uh, this. Okay, you mulligan until that.
1: Okay, mulligan start off. Draw seven. If you didn't like your seven, go down to six. Repeat the process until you like your hand. Then yeah. we were like, well, let's add on a scry. Okay. Now what we're gonna do well, is,
0: originally it was the you could only mulligan if your hand was all or no land.
1: Yeah, but that's that doesn't really help with <laughs> like 6 to 1s, does it? So.
0: No. Uh, yeah, that that was old magic.
1: Yeah, and then we've got this this rule that like you it does require explaining. It's not straightforward.
0: If your hand is not busted, put it back. Draw 7 and then put one card from that on the bottom.
1: Then decide if you want to keep then- that hand. <laughs> If and not, then
0: watch, and then watch as your opponent says, "I have a serum powder." Yeah. Speaking of which, I've got forty. <laughs> 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 so hopefully, hopefully this spec pays off. Oh, I just don't. And if the format, why are if we making format...
1: this format so compl- all format so complicated?
0: Mate, if the format does get like down and even more linear, hmm. then like my serum powder mulligan piles with, like, Chalice of the Voids.
1: Oh, <laughs> Drozitron.
0: Like, uh, like, serum powder, Chalice of the Void, uh, Simeon Spirit Guide piles. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I'm making... I'm making Chalice on, to, on one, turn one.
1: Or Blood Moon.
0: Go. Yeah. yeah. I'm, uh... Yep. I th- I think we've got a second coming of Prison
1: say so, Most of the prison decks have sort of dropped off lately. But...
0: Yeah, it's because there's, you know, rad, aggressive stuff to do. Yeah, that's fair. Like, it, it's always been the thing that, in modern, just be proactive.
1: Oh yeah, it just makes sense.
0: And yet, here I am, say, play Control!
1: Oh, uh, I've played Control, I think I went like one one two or something at FNM, no, no. <laughs> what draw is the middle number, right? Yeah. So one, two, one? Uh, no. Or is it is it wins last draw? Win last draw. So one one two. Because <laughs> our f our F and M rounds were like 40 minutes. Yeah. Uh, just there, like, why?
0: It's fine. You just need to know when to turn the corner.
1: I do turn the corner. It's just like, oh
0: And you you've got Mind Sculptor and Hero of Dominaria now. Fuck, I need Mind Sculptors. Uh,
1: but the worst part about playing that deck is everyone looks at you and goes, oh, why are you slow playing? And you go, no, I'm not slow playing. My turn took like... Half Four seconds. Half a second. I drew my card and said, pass. <laughs> my <laughs> opponent's turn t- uh, took about five minutes where they just sat there thinking on their first main phase.
0: Yep. And then you just call them out on it.
1: <sighs> yeah. Like, it like, feels my, like my such turn. a shitty thing to do at an FNM.
0: No, not at all. Ugh. Like my, my turn took five <laughs> seconds for me to draw a card, look at my hand, play my glacial fortress, and pass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, delicious. <laughs> delicious, right. delicious. Nothing.
1: Mm. So still. Do we want to move on to our, our last topic, which was uh the return of a certain something? Yeah, the, the return of a certain type of competitive event.
0: Uh, return, return of Corset.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, that's a good point, actually. I completely glossed over the fact that it's Corset soon.
0: Woo! Monday 17th. Spoiler it's season never spo- ends. No, it doesn't. Just let me enjoy this dumb modern format.
1: <sighs> Welcome to the world of eternal spoilers. We'll have yeah. Commander spoilers in August.
0: Like, I- I'm actually knackered. Like, I is. I... I'm knackered already. Yep. Oh, Christ. We live in a this state like, of
1: constant hype.
0: It is. It's like the the Kaladesh <sighs> Innistrad summer.
1: The the dreaded summer of what was it? Conspiracy 2, Eternal Masters, Eldritch Moon, Shadows over Innistrad and Kaladesh.
0: Uh, Yeah. Oh, like no, yeah. Over like, the space of ba- six months. Yeah, where basically there was... A big release a month for like six months, and it was just like fuck. Let me, you know, take some time out to go and just, just play a format. Just let, <laughs> a let, format, any format. Yeah. And we had. A I think it's actually going as well.
1: Yeah, I think it's really going to negatively impact Modern Horizons because Modern Horizons is an unlimited print run. Like, they'll keep printing it as long as people are playing it. But when the core set comes out,
0: yeah, you need to you need to give people time to buy it. However, yeah. they're aimed at two completely different players.
1: They they are, but I feel but like... The
0: enfranchised players are still going to buy core set stuff, they're still going to do drafts, still going to do pre-releases.
1: I'll say, new new is always where people tend to flock to, right? Yeah. Like, the, there's just going to have... Like, people are going to be running events for the core set, which are going to take the place of events that could have been... Modern Horizons. I mean, like, Modern Horizons has taken the place of drafts that would have still been War of the Spark. Like, Mm -hmm. obviously we are quite far into the War of the Spark format, and I think most people who aren't grinders have dropped off it by now, but like...
0: How have you found War of the Spark?
1: I found it alright. I I actually didn't do too bad and I did about, like, eight or nine drafts, I think. I... Whatever. It was fine. (laughs) I, like, like, I didn't enjoy Planeswalkers that much, but... Oh, well. They're just a bit everywhere.
0: It, it was something different and weird, and you're happy to do it, oh, yeah, it
1: like I loved the novelty of it, right? And I loved seeing all the characters in one set, and like seeing more than four Planeswalkers and not having a Planeswalker literally mean the game is over if you don't kill it that turn. Because, hmm. honestly, that like losing to a Planeswalker is one of the worst limited feelings. The, yeah. Second only to losing to the most incredible top decks. It's like yes, yes, that that's something you could have done, but you had no cards in hand, so it's like the chances are so slim. Pretty much. Yeah, I also found a mass wasn't as impressive as I'd hoped. Like, oh, fair. I found out they they reached a point where I, w- I was looking at cards, and I'm like, but this has a mass three, and this has a mass two, but my Amass token's already a four four, and it's like painful. I don't need a seven seven. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather have another two two. Yeah. And so, yeah. But yeah, it was it was a fine format.
0: That's fair.
1: Horizons, Stop. I'm not doing so well with. I I, <laughs> I think I need to go back at it, but I've I've had 1-2 decks so far, and it's just been like me crying in the corner about everything oh. going wrong.
0: You'll you'll get there, mate. You can do it. I believe in you. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, as you alluded to, some something is kind of back. Yeah. Kinda. Oh,
1: something me and Bobby love very much.
0: So yeah, something I've kind of waxed lyrical about a little bit. PPTQs are kind of back for Europe, kind of not. It, it yeah, <laughs> right. So with the European Modern series, right? Cool. So there's a chance. <laughs> There's a chance that your local game store, if it's you know a reasonable size, uh-huh. will hold a European Modern Series qualifier. Oh, which will I? Which will either be Modern Horizons sealed, yeah, or Modern. Okay, and your top eight uh, can be Modern or Modern Horizons draft.
1: That sounds pretty cool.
0: Yep, uh, it's a comp relevant, right? The winner of this event will qualify for the European Modern Series final event linked to that store. This right. is based on the country of your store.
1: So there'll be a bunch of those across the countries. Yeah.
0: Uh yeah. Well, uh, there's one.
1: What, yeah, one in each of the countries. So
0: yeah. Yeah, one in each of.
1: So be like like England, the seven France, countries. Poland, England, Russia. France,
0: Germany, Italy, Spain, Russia, Poland. Yeah. The fucking the Russian final, fed by qualifiers in stores from Russia, Ukraine, Belarus, Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, and Moldova. <laughs> Everyone else goes to Poland. <laughs> like fuck.
1: Okay. All right.
0: If you live in the Netherlands, you've got to go to Germany for your final.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's not so, ideal, but
0: whatever. So if you win this PPTQ, uh-huh. you get to go to this big regional. Uh, P- P-T-Q, and if you win that you get to go to Pro Tour Richmond which is the November Pro Tour
1: So, what we're in essence saying is P-P-T-Q (laughs) Local competitive events
0: Yeah, baby That's what we like to hear So I now need to open the event locator
1: find out where our local one is.
0: <laughs> find? Uh, well, Swindon's probably going to have one.
1: Oh yeah, we could have one.
0: We actually have a game store now. God damn it. What's wrong? The, the Wizards event locator hasn't updated yet.
1: Oh, sad time. So,
0: so I can't actually find...
1: Oh. <sighs> Either way,
0: there will be local we're events, everywhere.
1: and that, that you know about two, three episodes. Me and Bobby were like,
0: you know what, we miss, we miss this PPTQs,
1: <laughs> and now they've given us PPTQs.
0: So yeah, what could say? So the the format for the the RPTQ equivalent is actually really fun. Okay, so uh, it's three rounds of modern. Okay. Three rounds of draft, yeah, uh, of Modern Horizons draft. Additional rounds of Modern, uh, with a number of these rounds being dependent on attendance. Okay, and then uh, draft for top eight. Yeah, uh, the top eight players uh, all receive a San Diego Comic Con 2019 promo set.
1: Ooh, okay. That's and cool.
0: each player who participates in the finals will also get a promo Arcbound Ravager.
1: Nice, that's the WPN promo,
0: I think. I can't uh, remember I what it's so, called.
1: Yeah. yeah, all these are pretty.
0: Either cool. way, nice. Yeah, <laughs> just for qualifying for this, you get some some decent, decent stuff. swag. Yeah, like, and I think, yeah, if, if you don't have to travel too far, it's really good. Yeah, <laughs> oh, this is exactly the kind of stuff I want. And you know what? If I kind of hope we we get more of this going forward. Hmm. Like, how would you feel about the like the South Asian pauper series?
1: The South Asian pauper series? I didn't, yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing.
0: Uh it's not, but it could be. Oh, like you can do the like go and look for popular formats. And do, like, a local competitive event series for, (laughs) like, areas that don't get enough. That
1: That makes sense.
0: So, the big thing is that there's so much competitive play stuff in America. Yeah. Like, in North America, it's ridiculous. Like, Europe just gets some GPs. Yeah. Like, so, I I imagine if this goes well, we'll see... Like some equivalents in <sighs> Asia, we'll see something in South America. Okay. Like I can, I can. South America would be a huge one. Yeah. I'm. I imagine they've got fucking Willie Adele screaming at them. <laughs> please, to please, do, wizards. Please do something else in South America because this game's dumb popular in, like Brazil, Argentina, like Peru. The, there's
1: the chance to expand this game to more markets, which is exactly what it should be doing
0: right well it's more of a fact these markets are already there yeah but don't have the support they want
1: like how thing is with when it comes to supporting an area they literally just need to run like one or two events a year that's all well, that's... it would take mm... okay talking about like big events like gps but like
0: uh South America needs more than it currently has it gets like One, if that, a year.
1: Yeah, it it needs more. But, like, what I mean is, you could start working that up. Yeah. Just one or two more events here and there, giving game stores a bit more of support. And, yeah, you could just easily start building up. And then, if it is really popular, you can start doing more.
0: They can start building up to what was already there. Oh. Like, I feel like we, we, we've we come full circle in the space of, what, a year back to the PPTQ system. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> a little stupid.
1: And they're not going to start calling them PPTQs. They're, they're still going to no, be called they, this.
0: Because <laughs> they can't call them PPTQs.
1: <sighs> but This is back to what we were talking about the other day when I was like, Wizards, please stop changing things for the sake of change. Actually but think you- about your decisions
0: but you know what i can see coming up in the next 18 months what <laughs> preliminary mythic championship qualifiers i can see pmcqs
1: call yeah call it now and we'll uh, we'll get back to you guys when it happens
0: 40, 40 quid on pmcqs
1: 40 quid sure decent but within the next <laughs> year you said right Eighteen months. Eighteen months.
0: Oh, all right. I'll go eighteen. Years, eighteen months. Eighteen months. But they have
1: that, to that actually takes... be called that preliminary yeah, that... mythic championship qualifiers.
0: That takes us to the end of twenty twenty.
1: Okay, sure. But they they actually have to be called <laughs> that. They can't just be that in essence.
0: Oh no! Come on. Because that could that could be so subjective. Just. Okay, a tournament that if you win, you qualify for the MCQ. Nah. Like, reg- regardless of name, that.
1: Uh, I, I won't take you up on that one.
0: Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> what else would a PMCQ be?
1: I don't know. <sighs> but it, so, it will happen.
0: Yeah. And... While we're on wizards' organised play once again,
1: uh huh, as always,
0: we need to talk about where wizards are allocating their like their tournament money, right? Because we are still getting people having to go for like GoFundMe's. Oh to get to tournaments they have qualified for because wizards don't give you a flight
1: like it's brutal cuz like flights are expensive
0: yeah but this it yeah this is people finding out like you've qualified for this pro tour in 6 weeks
1: and it's over in like god knows and, where
0: uh it's it's in barcelona
1: okay that's not actually that bad but go except on
0: except you except you live in philadelphia yeah. No, you cannot defer it. Yeah. You you cannot defer to the next, like, North American one. And so people are like, well, I can't afford to get to fucking Barcelona. This is bollocks. And there's a lot of older players. Mm-hmm. Like, people who have been playing competitive Magic before me. Yeah. Who have seen change upon change upon change upon change have seen twice the amount of changes as me, have seen us go through really good systems to shit systems to good... They've, they've seen the entire spectrum. Saying that this is just people being dumb and overprivileged expecting a flight. This this is from players mm-hmm. who competed in finals in an era of concessions because someone couldn't afford a flight. <sighs> concessions because someone couldn't afford to win.
1: Yeah, because they'd, they'd go home. They'd ha- they'd have to get on their flight. They couldn't change their flight.
0: Exactly. It's like, no, this is garbage.
1: Yeah, like, ha- that's happened before with, like, GP Top 8s and or Pro Top 8s, where people have just had to go, no, sorry, I've got to go.
0: Yeah, like, uh, to be fair, uh, <laughs> our man from earlier, uh, Piotr Glagowski, canister, con- conceding a um, GP final playing eggs, just because he had a flight to catch. Yeah, And he, he wasn't expecting to get that far, but st- stuff like that, that happens. That's okay. But this is people saying, but- I cannot afford to go to the tournament I will qualify for if I win this event. Yeah. And, I, I can see both sides is-
1: of this coin, right? Because it's like all, like you know, obviously, you shouldn't expect everything to be given to you, but at the same time, it's like when when they are put in stupid places, because there there have been some stupid locations. Like they did Hawaii one time, didn't they?
0: Yeah, Hawaii's great.
1: Yeah, like it's just in the middle of nowhere. It's it's, it's awkward for everyone to get to.
0: Hawaii is a major world destination. It's not the middle of nowhere. It's not pro. It, it's not the fucking Europa League final in the middle of Azerbaijan. Well, okay. How much does it cost not, to get there though? You're not going to Baku.
1: Okay, alright. It's not the middle of nowhere, but you know what I mean. It's very... <sighs> it's not good. It's not a good location for anyone.
0: It's fine. <laughs> like, wizards can quite easily organise a budget-ass flight. Like, to right I will fly Ryanair. If if wizards said, we've got your flight, you just have to pay for your luggage. Yeah. I'm like, fine. It's gonna cost me, what, 60 quid to go to this event. Yeah. Like fine,
1: but then I guess you got to think: how much is it costing them to pay for everyone who qualifies for these events? For it, these exactly. events? it's a lot of money.
0: Exactly, and that's the issue. And like that's this is where our our increased prize pots have come from. Yeah, and it's like so. Uh, yeah, prize pots have increased. Hmm which okay sure like we, we've got these like million dollar prize pot invitational events dumb stuff like that G, GP payouts are you know pretty decent like yeah you know no it's still put it into savings buy a house pretty soon kind of money yeah and <laughs> but like event prices have gone up and non-tangible rewards have gone down.
1: Yeah. That that is definitely the truth.
0: Like honestly, I flights just fucking flights. And the fact that with these these extra like what, sixteen slots on every Pro Tour as well? Yeah. That are purely invitational on Misc virtues. Yeah, they are uh, those slots. Don't increase the prize pool. Yeah, so those slots also take away from the the prize pool at your highest level of competition as well.
1: Mm, I think the problem is it's it's only affecting those players who want to go to the highest highest level like for those of you who just want to go to a GP or just want to play in a couple of competitive events this means nothing
0: if if you if you go on a tear and crush an event yeah. you should be invited
1: yeah you should still be invited
0: and you know you I you, I think you should have your flight we have been through this situation before and this pushes good players down because of their financial situation. Rather than because of their gameplay merit.
1: Mm. It, it's and a difficult one. Money insane. Money makes life difficult.
0: It's a really bad road for us to go back down. But we have some good news-ish to end on.
1: Okay, and that is?
0: Do you like... Sitting in your pants and doing nothing.
1: I mean, yeah, as much as the next person.
0: Cool. Well, instead of playing magic, you can watch the Netflix series. Ooh. And it's directed by the Russos. Russos. Rus- Russos.
1: Russos. I think.
0: The two lads who did the Avengers. That that's
1: that's quite impressive.
0: Which is, hu- <laughs> which is huge. Yeah. Like that's that's two big names to have on this, yeah. And, and I suppose it makes sense when the faces of your brand are basically superheroes. Ah, fuck.
1: I mean, you know all those jokes we were making when War of the Spark came out about it being essentially <laughs> the same plotline, and like you know, oh look, here's <laughs> fanbolus, like you know, <laughs> oh here's the Justice League. Oh well, I guess that's wrong, you know.
0: I, I wonder if this is what. <laughs> I wonder if this is what we're gonna see exactly.
1: As Chad and Iron Man both sacrificed themselves.
0: Oh, although I guess oh my that, God, they did that. That is,
1: <laughs>
0: that is the slight difference, though,
1: because Iron Man is more like Jace, and Chad is more like Captain America. But still, they but yeah, still,
0: they're two characters. Spoilers! That can't Spoilers! die. Spoilers. Imagine, imagine if they killed Jace in War of the Spark.
1: Yeah, it would have been just the same as killing Iron Man in Avengers Endgame.
0: <laughs> they'd have to do another signature spellbook, Jake.
1: Oh no, they'd just done someone else. They'd have been like signature spellbook, Lily or something. <laughs> um, I,
0: I I think we'll get Chandra, Garrick or Lily next. I think we'll work our way through the lore in five.
1: That seems fair. Yeah.
0: Or, or they might, depending on what they do with Garrick. they might save Garrick for... I've... when they start doing two-colour ones.
1: Yeah, I feel that they'll save Garrick for his storyline, maybe.
0: Yeah. So, signature spellbook Nyssa? Mm. Or signature spellbook Reed.
1: Oh, no, I think it'll be Garrick before either of those two. Because I think there's just more you can do with Garrick, Like, Beasts Within and, like, things like that. Whereas Nyssa's just like, look, look, I, I'm Nyssa. I already have a bunch of cards <laughs> named after me.
0: See? They're easy shoo-ins. <sighs> Nah. But <laughs> yeah, so we've got this dumb Netflix series coming out.
1: Yeah, let's hope it's not as bad as most dumb Netflix series. But with the directors <laughs> we've got on it, it should hopefully be at least watchable.
0: It's either going to be great or fucking shit.
1: Yeah. Like, you- you've seen all those jokes about Netflix, ad- Netflix adaptations, right? Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: It- It almost feels like Netflix are just like hoovering up anything they can and just going, Oh, yeah. None of you are owned by Disney. Quick, get in. (laughs) You're all we have. (laughs) Get in the van.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Netflix are literally just going around the neighborhood, like abducting everything that isn't like tied down before like the looming shadow of Disney buys it.
0: Of Disney. Like, now that Disney owns Fox, it's like, fuck me!
1: Disney just owned everything.
0: Pretty much, and that's worrying.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like Channel Fireball having access to all the events.
0: Oh, wait, what? <laughs> oh, my actual God. <laughs> anyway, that does it for us for today. All right. So that means you know what you're getting.
1: Is it some some bad poetry?
0: It's some fantastic poetry. Uh-huh. And final thing before the poem. Modern Horizons, Sphinx Count Zero.
1: Sad times. It's
0: a sad day. Really sad.
1: But was there a vigilance flyer, though?
0: Segovian Angel. <laughs> a rehashed old joke. <laughs> Known to just a few of us, old magic folk. She should be big, but the body is small. Segovian Leviathan, smaller than them all. <laughs> <laughs> there is the Vigilance Flyer.
1: One white for a 1 1 Vigilance Flyer.
0: <laughs> Wee Baby Sarah Angel.
1: Yeah, dies to Lava <laughs> Dart.
0: Fuck off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for today, dude. I'm glad I got to ruin your day again after, like, three weeks of not. Yeah. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you all soon. Ish. Ish. Who knows? (laughs) Bye.